Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, Mr. News, hit it! The Trump impeachment, the farce that it is is not only an attack on the 45th president posthumously, but it's an attack on one quarter of the U.S. population. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego... One anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. He didn't tell his supporters to fight or be strong in a casual reference. He repeatedly, over months, told them to fight for a specific purpose. He told them their victory was stolen, the election was rigged, and their patriotic duty was to fight to stop the steal. And he repeated this messaging even after he saw the violence it was inciting. The truth is usually seen and rarely heard. Truth is truth whether denied or not. And the truth is, President Trump had spent months calling his supporters to a march on a specific day, at a specific time, in specific places, to stop the certification. And leading up to the event, there were hundreds, hundreds of posts online showing that his supporters took this as a call to arms to attack the Capitol. There were detailed posts of plans to attack online. Law enforcement warned that these posts were real threats and even made arrests days leading up to the attack. And yet, In the face of all this, these credible warnings of serious, dangerous threats to our capital, when those thousands of people were standing in front of President Trump, ready to take orders and attack, this is what he said. We're going to the Capitol, and we fight. Stop tape. We fight like hell. Yes, uh, Congresswoman, what's your name? Plaskett. She doesn't really count, does she, as a congressperson? Uh, because she's U.S. Virgin Island. Okay, yeah, it's the U.S. Virgin Island. But why, why is she one of the impeachment managers? And why is Eric, as, as, as my good friend um, uh, in, uh, in Florida, Roger Stone, calls him Eric Swallowwell? <laughs> why is Eric Swallowwell... One of the impeachment men. Is he the best and the brightest they got? He's compromised. He's a Chinese spy, for all we know. He was sleeping with Fang. What information? Why is this guy still in Washington, D.C.? It's mind-boggling. This entire fiasco is mind-boggling. And only points to one thing. That too much 
A too large percentage of the American people are asleep at the wheel. One person who is not asleep at the wheel, including yours truly, is Sidney Powell. And Sidney Powell is, I wouldn't say she's a friend of mine, but we have certainly interacted over the years many, many times. She's been on the program many, many times, whether it was Michael Flynn case or other constitutional issues. Uh, maybe revolving out of Washington, D.C., maybe revolving out of the great state of Texas, because Sydney is located somewhere in the great state of Texas. I'm not going to say where. Sydney Powell is going to be on the program, okay? Sydney Powell is going to speak a little bit about impeachment and a lot about voter fraud. Oh, oh, I'm not allowed to say that, am I? The Facebook police, the Twitter police, you can hear them in the distance. Woo, there goes Ledger again, using a term he's not allowed to use. Voter fraud. Oh, he said it again. Voter fraud, voter fraud, voter fraud. Yeah, we're going to talk about voter fraud. Because voter fraud is now institutionalized, unfortunately, in this country. It is an important component, and has been for many, many years, of the modern Democrat Party. Voter fraud. The modern Democrat Party, and this is something I have spoken to years before the 2020 election. The Democrat Party must have voter fraud, a.k.a. voter chaos, in order for it to win. You can't win without voter fraud. And it's still mind-boggling to me that two minutes after the polls close in California, bam, it's called. And and all these other races are called. (laughs) If that's not institutionalized voter fraud, I don't know what is. Sure, we have electronic balloting, they can take sampling, they can kind of project... But, I mean, come on. Were these machines rigged? Were they calibrated before the election? We don't know the answers to any of this stuff. And the Democrat Party in charge of California and New York and Illinois and all the other blue states, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, they're not going to let us see what these machines were up to. They're not going to let us recount the mail-in ballots, because they've destroyed the mail-in. They've destroyed the chain of custody. It's impossible. And when the Supreme Court told Pennsylvania to sit on those ballots, don't do anything, including the envelopes, by the way, they destroyed them. How in the hell can we do a recount when the evidence is destroyed? Yet, we know that Pennsylvania counted more mail-in ballots than they mailed out. Repeat, The Keystone State, they counted more mail-in ballots than they mailed out. If that's not evidence of voter fraud, I don't know what is. So with Sydney, we're going to talk about voter fraud. We're going to talk about the case a little bit, what she can talk about with Dominion. And um, I suspected when this first went down, when Sydney was talking a lot about Dominion and the corruption and the machines being corrupted and the entire process and the entire reason for the voting machines uh, being in existence and its ties to Venezuela. I had a feeling she was doing this for a reason, and I'll bring that up uh, when we speak with Sydney. But back to these unconstitutional morons in the United States. And it's really what bothers me more than anything else, and I'll get to this in a minute too, is the permanent damage these lightweights these partisans, these hacks, are doing to a very solemn constitutional process called impeachment. 
I mean, the genie is out of the bottle now, and I don't know how we put it back in. And by that, I mean the constitutional bar now has been lowered. When you have idiots like Eric Swallowell on the floor of the United States Senate arguing that Donald Trump incited a riot when Donald Trump said, we need you to fight, what's wrong with fighting? We use that term at football games. Fight, fight, fight. Why can't we use it in politics? Fight, fight, fight. doesn't mean physically. It means you've got to stand up for your principles and your beliefs. you got to move the football down the field. you got to fight. You don't fight, you don't win. Ask Tom Brady. I'm sure Tom Brady has uttered the word fight once in a while. we got to fight like hell and we got to win. That's what Donald Trump was talking about. There's nothing wrong with that. All of a sudden, that's a weaponized term. Donald Trump said, you need to, talking to the crowd, peacefully and patriotically fight. Nothing about a riot. By the way, this was a single incident. What we endured during the summer, ostensibly because of race, was a systematic attack in major cities across this country. Day after day after day after day, rioting in the streets, attacking innocent people, Black-on-white crime? Yeah, black-on-white crime that went completely uncovered by the mainstream media. Yet this single incident that lasted a couple, three hours scared the daylights out of Eric Swallowell and this woman from the Virgin Islands, Stacey Plaskett. They hid under their desk. Ooh, poor things. That's the people's house. And at some point, the people have the right to go inside the the people's house. Now, I'm not saying that breaking barricades and, 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 and ignoring police and rioting, if you will, is the right way to do it. I'm not saying that. But it is the people's house, right? Isn't it supposed to be the people's house? And again, I'm, just to be clear, I'm not condoning taking Nancy Pelosi's laptop and trying to sell it on the Internet, <laughs> which is pretty creative stuff. But this is serious, unfortunately, a serious damage to the United States Constitution, in my humble opinion. If Justice Roberts, who is about as a constitutional lightweight as you can get that's ever sat on the United States Supreme Court, if Justice Roberts says, hey, this is not constitutional, I'm not going to preside over unconstitutional impeachment, then you don't have impeachment. This is all a political show. The Chief Justice, per the United States Constitution, right there in our founding document would preside, a will preside, over an impeachment of the President of the United States. Right there tells you this is not constitutional. But it also includes in there the President of the United States. Who's President of the United States? It's Joe Biden. Donald Trump is not President of the United States. If the Senate would like to impeach, and oh, if they only would, Chuck Schumer, then it would be a legitimate process. And by the way, I believe the Chief Justice would sit for that. Chuck Schumer, unfortunately, is an officer of the federal government. And so he's impeachable. That would be a legitimate use of impeachment. This is an illegitimate use of impeachment. You can't posthumously, I suppose you can posthumously impeach somebody, but why would you? The entire purpose of impeachment, if you read The Federalist Papers, Alexander Hamilton, not so much James Madison, but Alexander Hamilton, 
I forget which Federalist paper it was, 69 or something like that, talks about impeachment as a method of removing a sitting president if there's a problem of some kind. High crimes, misdemeanors is what they finally came up with, the wording in the United States Constitution. But in the Federalist Papers, he explicitly writes about, by the way, this person, after this person has held office, can be held civilly or criminally liable or uh, held responsible in a civil court or a criminal court for any kinds of crimes or any kinds of actions that are civilly breaking the law that, that, that you can hold uh, under again under the constitution you can hold somebody responsible civilly or criminally in other words impeachment is designed to go after a sitting office holder elected or non-elected by the way to hold them responsible while they are in office not posthumously and so this is why i say not only is this an attempt to ding Donald Trump, but in, in effect, it's an effort to punish and attack and stifle, I would throw in there, 75, 80 million, I don't know, one quarter at least of the U.S. population. That's what this is. This is an attempt to, to demonize me. It's an attempt to demonize you. It's an attempt to drag out and, and tar us all who supported Donald Trump for all the world to see. This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to shut us up. They're doing so on social media, and they're doing so right now in the federal government with unconstitutional impeachment. That's the point. They know they don't have the votes, even though they've got six moron Republicans. Collins, Murkowski, Romney, Toomey, Sass, Cassidy. Moron Republicans who support unconstitutional impeachment. They voted in favor of this farce, allowing it to proceed. And, you know, we can say we can primary these people. I don't know what else we can do, Utah. What evidence, what more do you need to get rid of this guy and recall this guy? I think there's a, an ability for you people to do it in Utah. Murkowski, Collins, I don't know what to say about you people there, but putting those people in. The Republican Party has left many million Republicans. When you have rhinos, I'm even tired of that term now. When you have rhinos like that, it's over. The Republican Party is over. They have abandoned the party of Reagan and the principles and the constitutional principles and the conservative principles of the Republican Party. And by the way, what's to stop Schumer and company from posthumously impeaching Ronald Reagan. They can trump up anything here. Inciting a riot? Donald Trump didn't incite a riot. We know this. These people have free will, and they took their free will too far. And the ones that violated the law, trespassing, if you will, even though it's the people's house, because they weren't invited, okay? You come to my house uninvited, I'm going to have you arrested, among other things, possibly. And so, fine, you want to hold them accountable? Hold them accountable. But Donald Trump didn't incite anything. He didn't say, go down there and burn down, burn down uh, the Capitol. He didn't say, go steal Nancy Pelosi's laptop. He didn't say, put on some sort of weird 
hat and sit in the well of the House of Representatives for 20 minutes? I mean, this is cuckoo. How can you try and affix this on Donald Trump? So why don't they posthumously then impeach Richard Nixon? This is a joke, but it's beyond the joke. It's an attack on the Constitution, and it's watered down twice now. They have watered down impeachment. The first time was a farce. There was no reason, no evidence for an impeachment. And the second time is worse. To do so while a citizen sits there in Florida. He's not an office holder. President Trump, former President Trump, 45th President of the United States, is not an office holder. So how can you impeach him? What are they going to do next? Impeach Graham Ledger? I'm a private citizen. I'm unelected, but so what? They have now changed the paradigm of impeachment. They, being the modern Democrat Party, these radicals, these partisans in the Democrat Party, have now changed the paradigm of impeachment. You can impeach a private citizen. So they're going to impeach my pillow guy? Hmm? For exercising free speech? My pillow guy has a right to exercise free speech, right? They're going to impeach any American who happens to go to Twitter and say, Joe Biden is not my president? That's evidence of impeachment, according to these people. They've lowered the bar. They've lowered the bar. And so I worry about the future generations and and what impeachment means to them. But I also worry about all these things that we have to fix in the federal government, including our electoral system. Clearly, the framers of the Constitution did not want a central election board or set of laws or a constitutional amendment because there's not in there. But now I've come to believe that we need some, some sort of core laws and probable constitutional amendments to stick this genie, this electoral genie, back in the bottle because clearly there's malfeasance all over these blue states and these some of these red states that are led by maniacs like in Georgia unfortunately and who better to talk about that uh, is the uh, former federal prosecutor and principal at the federal appeals.com website and her law firm uh, Sydney Powell and so we're going to speak with uh, her about that the lawsuit uh, and where do we go from here? Because we have a lot of work to do. We got to fix Washington D.C., and we got to do something with the Republican Party. A lot of heavy lifting, lifting to do. And uh, when you start drilling down, it's a lot of work. And in the end, it comes down to education. And that's why I'm here. And that's why uh, Sidney Powell is there, among other reasons. And that's why 75 million, 80 million Americans, maybe 100 million Americans, support Donald Trump. Joining me now is a former federal prosecutor and principal at the Federal Appeals Law Firm, Sidney Powell, and all-around troublemaker, according to the uh, mainstream media. Impeachment, though. Let's start with that. Um, uh, I am very concerned about the permanent damage that the Democrat Party is doing to the United States Constitution vis-a-vis, in particular, impeachment. Also bothers me that the mainstream media is allowing them to get away with it. I mean, this is the job of the mainstream media. And that is to say, hey, the chief justice is not presiding. Therefore, this is not constitutional. And by the way, you can't impeach a private citizen. This is crazy, but it's not happening, is it? 
No, it's not because we don't have an American media anymore. We have a democratic propaganda machine, or I should say a fascist America, K-A. I, I can't even call it America anymore. I call it Marika. So that's what we've become, unfortunately. And the Democrats have abused the Constitution and destroyed it in every way they could think of. In the last four years in particular, it's actually been going on longer than that. But yes, it's, it's hideous. They've made a farce of an impeachment proceeding. Of course, they did that the first time, too. And this time's even worse. And, you know, uh, you've taken a lot of arrows uh, recently and folks have asked me about you. And, you know, we've had a relationship, professional relationship via, via TV uh, for many years now. And I've been walking around telling as many people as possible that you're not a crackpot as you've been portrayed in the mainstream media, that you've been a defender of the Constitution for as long as I've known you, and that's effectively what you do. Yes, that is what I do. It's only been 42 years of an absolutely sterling career. So uh, it's it, it tells me I'm over the target, Graham. I'm yeah. so close over the target. I've terrified them all. Election fraud. They're trying uh, to make us not use that term, Sydney, but I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say it on Twitter and Facebook and all the other social media. A report today in the Epoch Times, 35 uh, arrested, 35 potential convictions coming up of uh, individual cases of election fraud in the state of Georgia. And we know that Georgia, uh, among a handful of states, are ground zero to uh, untold amount of election fraud. It's really criminal to me, again, blaming a lot of this on the mainstream media and to a certain extent of the modern Democrat Party and Republican Party, both of them, I think, are guilty of allowing this to happen and most of it being swept under the rug. And that's why you've taken so many arrows, because you're trying not to sweep it under the rug. Exactly right. And both parties are at fault. You're absolutely right about that. That's one reason why we're starting a new pack. General Flynn and I and others are starting a new super PAC that's to represent the 80 million Americans who just saw their votes suppressed and flat out stolen in an, a fraudulent election that witnessed mass voter fraud so bad that people around the world could see it. People around the world have written me saying, what in the world is going on there? This is what happened in the Philippines. This is what happened in other foreign countries. It's absolutely outrageous. Defending the Republic PAC, and we'll mention that again, Defending the Republic PAC, that is the official name. Um, the lawsuit that you're facing, I know you're limited about what you can speak in terms of the dominion. And, and we know what you've been saying is accurate because I have verified it. I've checked it out. We know the origins are Venezuela. We know that it's a corruptible, manipulable, malleable piece of machinery and, and software. Um, again, I know you're restrained and constrained in, in many areas about what you can um, speak about. But when this initially happened and people were attacking you, I said to them, you know, there's this crazy thing called discovery in the, um, the process of, of lawsuits. And I said, what if this is exactly a la Muhammad Ali and Rope-A-Dope? What if this is exactly what Sidney Powell wanted all along so she could begin discovery and get to the truth. Yes, I can't wait to take the deposition of Eric Coomer and other Dominion executives 
and people on the ground in Atlanta and the high executive of Dominion who was in Detroit the night of the election running the Dominion operations there. There were Dominion people everywhere doing all this. And a, a Tom Feehan in Georgia, lots of people that uh, need to be deposed in the process of this litigation. We can't wait to get at it. So do you see yourself uh, as an, an attorney uh, piecing this thing together, not only for trial purposes, but for the American people? So we have a clear picture of, of what transpired? Oh, yes. That's why we started DefendingTheRepublic.org to pursue the litigation needed on behalf of the American people, because our Justice Department has failed to do its job, among every other institution in our government right now, to expose the truth and prosecute the actual crimes that occurred. So is this going to be one of these cases that's going to drag out for years and years and years, maybe even beyond 2024? How do you see this thing playing out in terms of a any kind of uh, time frame? I don't think it's going to take all that long, Graham, because the discovery is going to be devastating. I mean, we already have a new report out of New Hampshire where uh, 300 votes roughly per Republican disappeared yeah. or Democrats were given 300 extra. I don't know which right now. There's a report a bank of a substantial number of votes as soon as they, you know, as soon as they set up operations for voting. There are all kinds of different things that were used in different places to create this voter fraud. And of course, we have hundreds of thousands of fraudulent ballots being trucked to different places to backfill. We have the ballots being repeatedly run through the machine on videotape in Georgia just happens to correlate with the time that the voting spiked by like 134,000 votes for Joe Biden after they lied to everyone and told them the voting had been stopped. The vote count had been stopped because of a water leak, none of which was true. I've never seen so much evidence of massive voter fraud in, in the history of my career or in the, in the history of the country for that matter. And because they control the propaganda machine of the media, they just say, oh, it didn't happen or there's no evidence. Yet there some of us are, are mountains us. of evidence. Yeah. And, and the statisticians that have come out, too, I'm sure they're going to be on your list of expert witnesses that, that say this is just statistically impossible. What transpired in Michigan or transpired in Wisconsin, these spikes in votes and and the fact that, you know, it was four to one, 10 to one, whatever. It's just not probable and, and statistically uh, possible. So that's going to be very interesting stuff. But this is not. A cheap endeavor. Obviously, they're suing you for um, a large dollar figure, uh, probably more money than you have in the bank, I would imagine. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, but you, you've, hired a huge... a, you've hired an attorney, obviously, the, the attorneys, a, a law firm. And this, you must, uh, you know, you're going to run some dollars here. Is there a legal defense fund of any kind that people can uh, help out? Yes, defendingtherepublic.org. That would be a a great place to contribute because we're going after all the voter fraud through that mechanism. Okay, so it's the PAC, one and the same, right? No, the PAC is a different entity that isn't quite up yet, but will be soon. Okay, so defending the Republic is a way to help Sydney, and then defending the Republic PAC is a way to help erase uh, voter fraud. Do you think that the framers of the Constitution, if they were alive today, I say that they would probably be in favor of some sort of constitutional amendment to 
uh, make sure that voter fraud is not institutionalized the way it is in some blue states. In other words, uh, you know, possibly narrowing it down to a single election day when we are voting for president of the United States, that if you want to do a mail-in ballot, a.k.a. an absentee ballot, that perhaps you have to have it notarized. And would you agree that the framers of the Constitution would say it is time for the federal government to step in and standardize what has been corrupted by certain people in certain states? I think they would say that's what they meant to begin with. And we just need to enforce the Constitution that we have in every way, because it has become so perverted and distorted, it's unrecognizable from its original intent. Did you ever think that you'd be caught up in something like this? I mean, of all the years you've been practicing law for decades, that you'd be swept up and in this firestorm uh, of attacks between the mainstream media and the Democrat machine? No, until a few years ago, I was an an appellate lawyer who stayed in my office cranking out briefs at all hours of the day and night. And that's where I thought I would always be until I got maybe a chance to sit on a beach somewhere (laughs) and enjoy a mojito or something. But no, uh, I'm in the middle of the fire. Well, you're doing God's work. And there are tens of millions of Americans uh, who support you. And I know that they'll be going to defendtherepublic.org. That's the website, right? Defendingtherepublic.org. And there there is a fake site up. So defendingtherepublic.org is the correct website. And if you have any doubts, just reach out to me uh, directly. And and, uh, we support you, uh, Sydney. And uh, please keep us informed when you have... uh, pertinent information, uh, you know, let us know and we'll get you back on. I appreciate it. Thank you, Graham. I appreciate you having me on and all the work that you and your listeners do too. It's going to take every single one of us to turn this around. Keep up the great work. Sydney Powell, thank you. Thank you. Modern Democrat Party is the anti-constitutional party. You can call it the Socialist Party if you'd like, and it has effectively morphed into the Socialist Party, but it's even beyond that. They've chosen to burn down the system. Look at what the Republican Party uh, has allowed the Democrat Party to do in Washington, D.C. and beyond. I mean, they've been silent during all this. And I was screaming to the state legislature that are in Republican control, especially in Pennsylvania. In September and October, I was pleading with them to anticipate what we endured in November. And that is a wholesale attack on our franchise. But they were silent. They sat on their hands. The Republican Party is complicit to what the modern Democrat Party has done to this republic. Burn down the electoral system. Burn down impeachment. Burn down the presidency. Attack, attack, attack Donald Trump for four years. Wouldn't let him breathe. And look at what the president, the 45th president, accomplished. It's still amazing. But... The Democrat Party will not release its stranglehold on the United States Constitution. It's going to use the Constitution to burn down the Constitution. And in my opinion, the modern Democrat Party must be destroyed. Not just defeated, but somehow, some way, we've got to destroy the enemy. The modern Democrat Party is the enemy of we, the people. And from a political perspective, from a lawful perspective, not inciting a riot, not inciting an insurrection, opinion and perspective. 
The modern Democrat Party must be destroyed. Now, there's a chance that it might destroy itself. But I don't believe the Republican Party has the Republican Party of today, maybe of 30 or 40 or 50 years ago, Barry Goldwater. Maybe it has the tools and the gumption and the brain power to destroy the modern Democrat Party and help destroy itself. But I don't think the modern Republican Party has those tools now, not with people like Mitt Romney. Uh, serving, if you will, in its ranks, and all the other rhinos that exist in the halls of Congress and beyond, in various areas uh, of this country. And look at the Republican Party in California. There's a prime example of what is wrong. Circular firing squad. They're shooting at each other all the time. You know, Ronald Reagan famously said, the Democrat Party left him. He didn't leave the Democrat Party. Democrat Party left him. Well, the Republican Party has left tens of millions of Americans. And the only question is where all those wandering souls will go um, from here. And in the end, if the modern Democrat Party can't fix Washington, D.C. and beyond, and the electoral system, for example, and If Washington, D.C. can't fix Washington, D.C., then in the end, it's going to be up to we, the people. One way or another, it's going to be up to we, the people, to fix this broken system. And so I ask on the ledger register uh, right now, is constitutional impeachment permanently damaged by partisan Democrats' political weaponization of it? Um, It's a bit of a leading question. Because I believe the answer uh, is yes, but I want to hear what you have to say. So go to GrahamLedger.com and you can tell me uh, how you feel about uh, unconstitutional impeachment. And is it uh, beyond the point of no return? Can you put the genie back in the bottle? I say it's going to be very, very difficult. And I don't know anybody in Washington, D.C. who has the gumption to try and do that. And so when you go to GrahamLedger.com, if you haven't already subscribed to the Ledger Report podcast for free, you can click on the button, subscribe free and you can get your email on the list and you'll receive one of these reports uh, quite frequently so once again in the end this impeachment of donald trump is not just an attack on the 45th president posthumously if you will but it is an attack on those who support donald trump and in its attempt to harm us and to stifle us. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way. The Archives Library of Congress, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, if today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. <laughs>